0: We'll see you Welcome to Alphabet Fly's Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook book the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love, and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who's actually like a group of like a group of people from around the world that also happen to be like you know young and maybe godlike. Faith.
1: What up? It's me. I am several demigods in a trench coat. We're trying to get into the R-rated movie (laughs) by pretending to be Vincent Adult Man.
0: (laughs) Well, today we're going to be talking about a group that has barely shown up. I'm going to be real honest with you. Barely is a presence in the Marvel Universe. The Young Gods. Woo! Woo! So, uh, it's a group, so we're just gonna- we're just gonna go ahead and talk about, the go ahead and, uh, talk about the- first uh issue that they're in. So I'm gonna send this over to you real quick. So uh they first showed uh, so they first showed up in Thor issue two ninety one in January nineteen eighty when the gods have joined together. And um this is I think this is a pretty good cover. I'm yeah. gonna be real honest. This uh, is exciting. Yeah, yeah you have So you have, uh, the cover copy is Odin and Zeus side by side against the Eternals and Thor. (sighs) Can even a Thunder God prevail? (gasps) Um, and you have, uh, you have Zeus who is a redhead, uh, also very white and not Greek looking at all. No. (laughs) Uh, And then you have Odin. That man would
1: sunburn if he was in Southern Europe.
0: Yeah, then you have Odin, and Odin is sh- uh, shooting uh, some Kirby-, uh, Kirby crackle at Odin, I mean, at uh, Odin's son, Thor, and he's like, ah, and he's like,
1: uh, uh, he's
0: like doing a Jojo pose, I want to say.
1: Yeah, you know? yes, he's bent over yeah. backwards, somehow he's standing up still.
0: Yeah, he's in pain, and you also see a bunch of stuff, you also see a bunch of gods in the background as well. yeah. I think you see Ares and a few other people. There's I can't a recognize whole lot,
1: them. Looking at the character section, there's a whole lot of them.
0: And I can tell you, pro- a lot of those people probably barely showed up <laughs> uh, in it, uh, but <laughs> including the new gods. So, uh, but so yeah, so the young gods are twelve human beings who were born on Earth who had been chosen by the pantheons of earth's gods to represent the finest qualities and genetic potential of humans so yeah i mean that's something uh long ago the first host of the enigmatic alien celestials came to earth and performed experiments in genetic engineering upon the ancestors of the human race roughly a thousand years ago the third host of the celestials visited earth and were confronted by a delegation from the pantheon of Earth's gods, including Odin, monarch of Norse gods. Uh, the rulers of these pantheons realized that when the Celestials return in roughly a thousand years, the aliens would judge humanity and would destroy the Earth if they decided humanity was unworthy of survival. Uh, while the leading male gods of the pantheons made preparations to battle the Celestials, in leading the, the leading goddesses decided to spend the next millennium searching for representatives representatives of Earth of humanity whom they could present to the celestials as proof of the human race's worthiness. So, you know. Yeah. But, you know, just just a bunch just a bunch of guys.
1: Just a bunch of guys being dudes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this is uh, I feel like this is a plot I've heard many times before. Yeah. As specific as you have told it, I... Yeah, this is a plot I've heard many times before.
0: Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so... Over the next thousand years, nine human beings were selected by the goddesses and were enabled to achieve much of their latent genetic potential. Due to experiments of the first hosts. all of Earth's human beings have a potential for vast superhuman powers within their genetic structure. Okay, cool. Um you didn't need to add that, I guess we we could have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> but <by> how many <laughs> we could've guessed by how many superhumans there are. And how like they just can't seem to like jump up randomly. Yeah, from how just, they just you know.
1: kinda pop out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. The the amount of people who are just like, Oh no, there's there's some electricity turn into like near gods is I think like a pretty good sign. Yeah. The chosen human beings who were known as the young gods, were placed in suspended animation and were watched over by the goddesses of Earth's pantheons. Each major pantheon of goddesses took a turn watching the young gods. The goddesses of Asgard were the last to take their turn at this task. They were absent fr- and were absent from Asgard for many years fulfilling this role in the absence of his wife Frigga. Odin saw himself to the selection of the last of the three young gods. He delegated the task of contacting these three human beings to the Asgardian to bring these three human beings, the Asgardian god Heimdall. Uh, Odin manipulated the entity called Ego Prime, which was once part of the sentient planet Ego, into infusing the three with energy that they would need to mutate in order for their superhuman into their superhuman forms okay cool i'm gonna be real honest like i know this is supposed to sound all grandiose i'm just kind of bored right now yeah like i don't know am am i am i jaded am i jaded
1: no i just feel like we've heard this story so many times with like the same story beats as well
0: yeah like i I feel like I feel like we get a version of this story, like, even in ancient times we got a version of this story. Yeah,
1: I feel like maybe this was novel to comics back in 1980 when this came out, but like, to us, with as much media as we have access to, this is just every chosen by the gods to be a champion story.
0: I'm gonna tell you right now, the fact that they've barely showed up in anything, I don't even think it was a novel idea back then.
1: That's true. <laughs> They've probably done yeah. this before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're just
1: like, let's do it again, and maybe people will forget that we already <laughs> did this.
0: Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, Gaia, eldest of the Earth's goddess, presented the twelve young gods as offerings as offering to the fourth host of Celestials. She told the Celestials that the young god represents the potential of humanity, and asked the aliens to train them in the use of their powers. The Celestials offered, accepted the offer and judged the human in humanity's favor. Like, why did you do that before? It sounded like- How, how would they know? Yeah. How would they know? How? How would they know? Explain. Okay. Did you send them a letter? <laughs> like, I mean, they probably talked to them. Sent I mean, them an email. email.
1: But it's 1980s, yeah. so it takes forever.
0: Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, like, it's like when it's like when the Interloper took in a person who only went by the name Manslaughter and taught taught him how to use like his mental powers to like a really great degree.
1: Yeah, maybe don't train somebody named Manslaughter to use superpowers.
0: Um, I don't know. It seemed to worked out well for him. He only died.
1: <laughs> he just died. No big deal.
0: Yeah, he died. Whatever. I mean, that's fine.
1: I guess in comics, that happens all the time, and then people are okay.
0: They get better. No, no, (laughs) he's been real dead for a long time. Oh,
1: shit. Um, Well, there you
0: go. (laughs) They did not- No, he's not back. He's not gonna be back anytime soon. Oh, God. If he is, I'm gonna be real honest. I'm gonna be up on that shit. Uh, Subsequently, the young gods were trained to use their powers on a distant planet by two aliens, Juniper and Katos. And, uh, the rest of this entry is literally just describing 12 people. Woo! Well, that's, that's how much, uh, they, they did. They, I mean, they, they so, showed up,
1: they, they trained.
0: And then they, then they existed.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: They, they existed for they a while, sure which is- They sure were
1: some people that happened.
0: Yep. Uh, so, Bright Sword, previously known as Carter Diam, uh, and represented the warrior among the young gods, when approached- by the god, Asgardian god Heimdall to become one of the young gods uh, Diam was a 24-year-old Israeli soldier who had grown disillusioned with warfare and killing as bright sword he possesses superhuman strength and virtual invincibility and a master of human and alien forms of weaponry cool uh, that's a diamond dozen but you know that's what he looks it's, this is him it is a person and some armor yep uh then we have calculus originally jahariel patel a scientist born in 1928 patel was a hindu of the brahmin caste who was contacted by the gods of the hindu pantheon to be one of the young gods when he was 20 years old as calculus ooh. Calculus, not calculus, uh, like I said earlier, calculus, uh, he can calculate and analyze the probability of future events almost instantaneously, hence he does not have tr- true c- precognitive powers. Calculus can prevent future events with amazing accuracy. Uh, calculus possesses telepathic powers and is a master strategist. Uh, Where is he at? Where is this dude at? That's him.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. I see him.
0: He has a, uh, I guess I should, like, kinda describe, like, it, I don't know. Calculus is, he's just kind of in a bodysuit uh, with a high collar <laughs> and a cowl. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: a classic 80s look. Bodysuit, yeah. high collar.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, Caduceus, formerly known as Mark Cain- uh, Cadman, is a physicist among the young gods is the physicist gone? Uh, physician? Oh God! I was really like, why would they need a physicist? Yeah, they already
1: so. have that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, they no. It's the physician among the young gods. Cadmon was approached to be one of the young gods in 1919, when he was 30 years old and living in the lower area of Chicago. As Caduceus, Cadmon has superhuman sonic ability to heal the living beings and strengthen them, and even mutate them according to his wishes. Okay, cool. And this is...
1: There He is.
0: He's basically wearing a gi. Yeah. With some tights. <laughs> and, nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> Gotta show off yeah, them legs.
0: Yeah, he's just kind of a dude.
1: They didn't mention his other superpower was them gams.
0: <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: Wait 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Daydreamer, which is already a name of a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. You know, just like a really cool Morlock who, by the way, Daydreamer didn't need to be a warlock. She was kind of just a pretty person who also could make people dream. Oh. Things. Well.
1: Okay. Whatever.
0: I don't know. I mean, like. She didn't even have, like, like a scar that people would be like, oh, this makes me so ugly, even though people would be like, no, it makes you more hot. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it, she didn't even have, like, one of those. But, bam. Uh, but, 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 yeah, Daydreamer, the young god's philosopher, was once Catherine Moranis. It was a 25-year-old farm woman living in the 19th century. Ottawa, Canada, when she was contacted to be one of the young god's Daydreamer can control the minds of others through verbal or mental command. She can create visions in the minds of others and dispel illusions in their minds. Daydreamers also possess unlimited precognitive powers. Yeah, that's there's there's a whole other mutant that there's a whole mutant that does that already with the same name. That does that whole with ass the same name, thing. same name. But cool. Um, I mean, it's I can't be too mad about that. They. They accidentally double name people all the time. I was going to say this, this Jiminy- has
1: happened so many times before.
0: Yeah, there's like five people that's named Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's Daydreamer.
1: I see an asymmetrical uh, haircut.
0: Yeah, she's she's just kind of dressed like a like a lady in the '80s, like an '80s lady. An '80s lady,
1: a lady, yeah, you know.
0: Uh, then we have man. I'm so bored. Oh my god, this is the last week, by the way, last week of episodes, before we take a break and go to season three. Um, We're going out with a whimper, let me tell you. Of
1: before this. art goes into their cocoon and then emerges as something new.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we have, uh, Ginny, uh, uh, alias Jason Kimball, the- as a young- as the Young Guards artist- Wait, okay, This are supposed to be the best of humanity. Okay, I'm just like, is he supposed to be fight? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I forgot. He's supposed to be like, why do they have a philosopher and an artist on the team? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not saying that you can't have that, but normally, like, I was thinking, wait, are they supposed to fight? I'm just like, yeah, you're supposed to have that on top of being, like, wow. real good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> but yeah uh jenny also jason kimball is the young guards ar- artist when approached by the asgardian god he- heimdall kimball was 36 years old fashion designer from new york harlems uh whose career has ended due to kimball's compulsive gambling heimdall saved kimball's life from a lone shark out to kill him over a debt he owed kimball still retains the manic depressive tendencies. What is the point of having superpowers if you're also going to be manic-depressive?
1: God damn it!
0: (laughs) Like, I'm not saying that you can't be manic-depressive and also a hero. I'm just saying it's easier without it. As Jenny, he can scientifically transform the shape of physical objects or other human beings according to his own will through manipulating his own life energy. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
1: This is just this is like every like when they decide to make like a five person superhero team, this is like every other five hero. This is like the
0: Eternals. Fun fact, they fight the Eternals
1: everywhere. <laughs> I <point>. know, so <laughs> uh.
0: But yeah, here's here's him. Uh, he, he doesn't look very fashionable.
1: No, he doesn't. He saves it all for other people. That's the secret.
0: Yeah, he has like little pauldrons, but kind of like a bodysuit. He doesn't have a scoop neck. It's kind of like a scoop neck, but instead of a scoop, it's like a wide triangle.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not very fashionable. And then he just hands you a pair of boots and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um,
0: my power's for other people, not me. Not me. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah so high note known as originally known as Raul Hernandez is the musician of the young gods he's mixed American Indian and Spanish descent with the Indian side predominant okay cool um I guess you can technically do that as a thing I guess unless they mean culturally Eh, I doubt it Um, Hernandez uh, when contacted by uh, one of the when contacted become one of the young gods, Mendez was a saloon dancer and musician living in Colombia in the 19th century. As high know, he can create vocal sounds that can manipulate matter in various ways or that can destroy it. He can also teleport himself and others through vocal sounds he creates. Now, that's interesting. Not the being able to, like, you know, make things different by singing through it, but, you know, yeah the teleportation through singing, that's cool. That
1: is cool.
0: That's really cool. That is cool that you
1: can teleport people through sound waves. That's pretty fucking
0: rad. That's... Yeah. Um, okay. I was hoping he'd be
1: able to play such a a sensual sax solo that everybody stopped what they were doing for, like, 15 minutes and then you would just, like, forget that you were fighting. (laughs)
0: His high note. He, you know... He's... I feel like he's the best dressed out of yeah. all He has, like... Like, he's dressed like a dancer. Yeah, he's dressed like a dancer. Yeah. I'll say that. Um... Then we have Moonstalker, whose original name is, uh... Katana. Is a young gods hunter when approached to become one of the young gods. Katana was a 16-year-old Inu Payet woman, uh, living in... Sixth, 11th century alaska now she possesses the ability to move at superhuman speed and can visually blend in with their surroundings that's pretty useful yeah for being a hunter she
1: also has a rad name yeah look at her uh... this is,
0: i think she's the best looking at all of them.
1: yeah not gonna lie uh
0: she she's kind of like another like a bodysuit but kind of like a but, like, she also has uh, long hair and has a headband, and, you know, she's kind of cool. By the way, if you want to know who all these people look like, it's same deal. It's, a, it's at Alphabet Fly on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, who's next? A sea witch, previously known as Bridget O'Hare, is the sailor among the young gods. When she became contacted, to become a young god, she was a 17-year-old girl. 17 year old Irish girl living in the 12th century, formerly a normal looking girl with red hair, she became radically cha- transformed. Now has green hair and skin and can breathe both in and out of water. And her body had been adapted to underwater, well, undersea living in ways like Atlanteans are. Mm-hmm. She can also t- t- telekinetically manipulate water, whether it is solid, liquid, or gaseous. Oh. Yeah. Also, just because i'm I need a little bit of a break because I'm bored. Did you know okay, so technically ice is a mineral. Yes. So if you are a waterbender and the Avatar the last Airbender universe, because even though I respect uh even though I respect I, I respect Korra, the Legend of Korra. I respect it. Mm-hmm. But I respect I that's that's where it ends because it's not nearly as good as After Last but no. anyway. But uh, I will say that that show had ten good episodes.
1: It also gave us a bisexual <laughs> romance, which
0: yeah, but yeah, but we had to deal with uh three kind of you know okay seasons and one bad season. Like I'm gonna say the first season Legend Core was bad um, because not only did it go against its whole thing where it's just like oh you have to learn how to uh, like not fight you have to learn your spiritual side uh in order to learn uh, learn uh air bending and uh oh no i can't punch people oh i'm gonna punch with air now yeah and like it'd, it'd be different if they were just like you know what people learn in their own ways and this is how kura learned. like maybe she couldn't learn it but no no they had a bunch of like sure really well animated but pro bending uh, things where we could have i don't know shown her training yeah yeah um, we could have cut out their entire ham-fisted, uh, uh, like, romance. oh Yeah. Thing. Um, you could have, I don't know, not made the anarchists who are trying to make equality a thing the bad guys. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Okay. Also, season, like, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. I, I have so many qualms with it. I, I respect it. I don't, like, Avatar Last Airbender is so much better yeah, in every way. Yeah. No. Um, like, even, even the bad episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender is, like, probably on par with some of the better episodes of uh, Korra. Yeah. So, um, that being said, I don't know why I thought of that when I was talking about the sea witch. Oh, yeah, water bending. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're t- ice yeah, is if you, mineral. If you be- ice is mineral. So, technically, you, you are t- t- doing some form of earth bending. That's true. There you go. Also, uh... Water could by the turb by by the technical definition it could be lava because it's a uh or like magma. Mm-hmm. No magma. No lava. Lava wait, which one's that one on earth? Lava. Lava, lava. It could be lava because it's a molten mineral. Yeah. Oh um, There you go. I don't know. That's that's fun with semantics. Woo Woo <laughs> Yes. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, so we're on the, I think we're on the last one, are we? No, we're not. We have two more. Okay. Uh, no, we have three more. Did I skip one, or did they not put one? They did not put one of these <gasps> in here. Yeah, I get. I guess. Uh, I guess harvest doesn't matter. Forgot <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to put harvest in here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sea witch. I skipped over. Sea witch just looks kind of like an Atlantean. Like I don't know i don't I don't care um we have a mind a mind singer. I skipped that one uh also known as gregor uh brokarrov the is a group poet he's a twenty eight year old student in the Russian city Kiev in the eighteenth century when he was contacted to become a young god in addition he in addition to the telepath powers, he also can change his own shape at will. I'm so
1: bored.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Why are there so many
1: of these?
0: Splice, also known as Kadara Chu, is the craftsmaker among the young gods. When approached to become the young god, she was a 13-year-old girl of the Zulu people in the 18th century Africa. Uh, As Splice, she could animate unliving objects and create weapons, tools, and machines out of raw materials through psionic means... And uh, then we have Verora, who's known as Mira, it, and the priestess is the priestess of the team. She's a Polynesian girl, born in 1405 on Rook Island, and was approached to become one of the young gods. When she was 14 years old, she possesses telepathic powers and teleportational powers. She's a, she's the only one of the young gods who can imitate the initiate the team's merger into a, a unimine, a living... Being of the group similar to that formed by the internals.
1: Oh, I was hoping that they turn into like Mika Shiva from Venture Bros. <laughs> they just like sit on each other's shoulders, yeah. <laughs> but nothing changed.
0: Yeah, that's it. They even forgot about one of their that's people. That's
1: so funny. They were bored I- with this too. They're like, I'm <laughs> fucking. We're done. I'm not fitting another yeah. one in here. You can't make me. <laughs>
0: They forgot one of- I can't believe it. Okay. Um, yeah, they turn into, like, the Unimind, which is a dumb thing. Uh, Eventually, they do, like, come back, and they just become, like, a team of bad people, and then, like, the Eternals were, like, just like, I'm gonna beat you up. And then the young gods, like, made things, and then- There you go. Like, they're they're dead. They're dead now.
1: Okay. I'm okay with that. I can live with that.
0: I'm okay with it, too. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say <laughs> about these people? Do you have anything to say about these people? No.
1: They're like, they're just the Eternals, but they're a bunch of
0: teens. They're the Eternals, but I, mean, I can't say even more boring. They're about the same amount of boring. Yeah. And uh, you can look at, you can wait for me to cover it. Cover them individually whenever we go to, whatever I t- finally <laughs> do and th- the far flung future. Uh, the official handbook, of the Marvel Universe A to Z update, Ooh. which will be in several years from now. So, you know, yeah, we're done. Okay, we're done with this.
1: We're done. Thank God, we're free. We're free of the young gods.
0: Yep. Um. I don't even want to do plugs on this one. I'm bored. No. I'm so bored with this. And by the way, I'm not going to get much more excited for the rest of this. Oh, no. So if you want <laughs> just a real chill week where I'm just like, yeah, I, this is a thing. This sure but happens this is the week. in
1: Marvel yep, Comics. This is the week. Yep. There you go. We're,
0: we're covering t- two X-Men characters I don't care about next. <laughs> so, God. yeah um (laughs) wonderful uh yeah well uh we're done yep i don't know what do you you want to plug
1: uh you should go listen to our other podcast it's called over in smith it's where we read the complete works almost complete works of hp lovecraft sometimes they're too boring or racist and we just give up but uh we're starting to record the Dunwich Horror, and it's very good. And you should totally go listen to it. Yeah. So it's called again um, over in Smith. Yeah,
0: which it won't be out by the time no, we're done but, with this I because mean, like, we saw. Have-
1: prepare yourselves! It's so exciting! It's a good story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Beth Light, and may contradict through all of your travels. Good night.